The following program is the officially sanctioned podcast where three friends talk about the show about four friends who compete to embarrass each who other. To embarrass who each compete other. to embarrass each other. Wow. Are we back? Yeah. Sometimes I don't even know where I am. Where where are we right now, Shay? We're in this is season nine, episode nine ten. That's it. Nine ten. Yeah, nine ten. And unfortunately, we take a big break after this. So there's no more new episodes for a bit until July. So this is the last one for a while, fans. No. I know. Yes. But I get like, I get excited because I get to see you guys and mm-hmm. hear you guys. Mm-hmm. Like, I literally get to talk to you guys once a week because of this. I know. It's it's almost like we have to continue doing seasons and seasons of the show just to keep our friendship going. Yes. What am I supposed to do without you guys now? I, I mean, we could still meet up and, you know, have our little cocktail and, <laughs> and talk about the jokers i i, I, I bet if, it, we, if we were just talking and it wasn't a podcast we would probably not talk about those guys because we talk about them so much <laughs> we could finally talk about you shay and how your feelings are oh i am i'm excited yeah i i'm excited we we were shooting this week we got a lot of good stuff coming what's the vibes like on set um everybody's getting back into the groove of things you like before on the pandemic we were used to shooting at least four days out of the week Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um post pandemic we were doing maybe like two weeks on two weeks off we had a couple gaps in between just you know safety reasons and, and and other reasons and now I feel like we're getting back into the the swing of of things like old times. Still testing yeah. every day. They rape my nose. <laughs> but um, I, oh my gosh, I had one test. I guess it was maybe three days ago, and it was super long. I felt it in like I felt it in my ears and my eyes. Oh, I've like never the had like, one like that. Like the thing they stick in your nose was yeah. super long. Oof. And she's oh, like yeah. the lady that's doing. She's like, hold on to my arm. It's gonna it's gonna go deep. I'm like, really, ma'am. Wow. <laughs> I mean, it should be extra accurate if they're really going to like, you know, penetrate your brain. I shouldn't have to take another one. I feel like that's it. Yeah. They, yeah that, that should be the cure. Yeah. Right. I feel like you're good at least till episode like 916. I, I think so. Yeah. Um, well, this was a really fun episode and I feel like, you know, it's all the hard work that the crew has been doing. You, you really see it in these episodes. And I think it's like, I was just thinking how like amazing it is that we get to continue doing this show. Yeah. I, I gotta give it, it's a testament to like how willing the guys and the crew are. Cause I was like, I mean, I was ready to give up, like, not, not like <laughs> right. end at all, but like, I was like, I was like, oh man, I, I guess we'll never do anything ever again. Like, like. <laughs> March of last year, like April and 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 uh, May of last year, I was like, I don't think I'll ever do anything again. Yeah. And now it's like, you know, we like figured it out. There's just like everyone came together and figured it out, and now we're making all these episodes. Like, and it's and it, the show's been great. Absolutely. It's like nothing changed. I love it. Kind of, sort of. <laughs> you know, when you're watching the show, it really feels that way. When when you that, and that's the thing the guys really push for, and that I, I love when I watch our season of the show. It's, it's just such a break from the rest of the world. 
when you're watching an IJ episode, like you forget about uh, the pandemic uh, really until like, this punishment when they're in Times Square and you cut to the crew and everyone hanging out in Times Square and you see all the masks on and you're like, oh, right. That, it's like we're filming during this, but it, the rest of the episodes, like you really don't see masks all that often yes. uh, because the crew just went through so many protocols and stuff to make sure that was possible to give all the viewers a bit of a break. Mm -hmm. when they watch IJ. It's true. We're living in the present right now, but uh, this first bit, we get to talk a little bit about the past. <laughs> That's right. And about past lives. And the person <laughs> who was up first was Prince Herb. Prince Herb um, yes. went first. Well, this is his past life. This is when he's still south. Oh, that's yes, right, that's right. <laughs> still south. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, first of all, Case, how silly is this bit in general, right? Like, yeah, we'll, we'll come up with, we, we sit down with the guys and we try to come up with different challenges they can do. Can you be a tennis instructor? Sure. Okay. Can you, uh, what else? Like what other things? Even like, like even we've even done like, like meditation. Meditation. Yeah. Right. Like, can you be like a nurse kind of, or like do something like that? And then it's like, how about you guys are running through people's past lives? Is that a good <laughs> idea? And it made everybody laugh real hard. And then we're like, yeah, we think it's good. And then we filmed it and we're like, yeah, this is really fun. We're happy we did it. I think what's key and the reason why, you know, meditation would probably be like a refuse you lose or like, would you like to sign up for another meditation? Or like, you know, they do that sometimes. Like, right. would you be interested in like doing another, mm -hmm. you know, thing? Whereas like this one had to be, if you laugh, you lose because otherwise like everyone's going to be like, no, <laughs> I don't. This is already not a science. I, like, I don't, <laughs> this isn't real. And then like, of course, the, you know, they're throwing each other under the bus. So it's going to seem so crazy. Right. That's why it was so funny when like the next turn where Q's up, there's that line where he's like, did you find this helpful? And it's like, everyone's <laughs> laughing because it's so clearly not the challenge. <laughs> like that's right. how we would end like yeah. a normal challenge would be like, and raise your hand if you found this helpful, Yeah, you know? Or like, like, would you like to maybe do another session? It's like, I so love it. I love our scoring system. Sometimes they're so dumb in the best way where it's like, you do a whole UFO presentation. It's like, raise your hand. If you learn something of interest or like, yeah. not something of interest, something useful. And then of course, a couple of people always surprise us and raise their hands. Like, all right, I don't know what you gleaned from putting tinfoil hats on that is going to be useful in your everyday life, but I'm so happy that you came and did it. I think a funny story is I think like early on, like we had like a, a, a producer or, or, or like a exhibit executive producer who was like, you know, you guys should ask the room, like whoever has like the least hands raised. Yeah. And Murray or Sal was like the fewest hands raised, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like he was so mad that he used like less instead of fewest for like counting something. And I was yeah. like, wow, these guys. They're all over with grammar. I don't know. Yeah. I, good on, it must be Monsignor Farrell, but not all the teachers. Whoever, whatever teachers they had were really good. I don't know who taught Joe Q and, and you. They were good. And me basically at, at my high school. Like I have no idea. I'm not good at that stuff either. But yeah, Murray and Sal are just like, they're hawks when it comes to like syntax and grammar and stuff. So annoying. <laughs> they're so good at it. I know. I, I wrote down milk toast, little twerp with no spine that died a coward's death choking on a duck egg. Yeah, me too. I wrote that down too. It's, I mean, it's great. And that's why this is a don't laugh challenge. I even thought I bet James also wrote that down. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. I, I don't know why. I, I wrote it down and I finished it. I was like, I don't know why I wrote it down. I know James wrote it down. Yeah. It, <laughs> it's such a good line. Uh, I, I mean, I, I have to say, though, the line of the challenge has got to be, suck me silly, you're a pumpkin. Yes. I know. I was a little disappointed we only got it three times. Yeah. Joe Beach shoots at a punch. Yeah, that was amazing when Joe did that, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, this is this is just chock full of like iconic lines, like, you know, just like the stuff about like a rap scallion of Pennsylvania. Oh, 100%. I mean, homicide. Succubus. Cheese boy. 
I'm a little cheese boy. The way Gatto does that was really, oh. I, I've never really heard him talk like that before. And it really, really makes me laugh. And obviously it was just killing the guys. And this is the thing with Joe's turn. And it happens in all, a lot of Joe's turns. Joe will go out there and he'll do something funny early on. And the guys will just start dying laughing. And then they'll just be like, do it again, do it again, do it again. It's so funny. It distracts them. Yeah. And and then that's like his, that's like how he wins. You know, like he, he takes, he can takes over. He takes control. Yeah. Absolutely. I want to point something out. This is an Easter egg. This is really fun that I don't think many people would get. So Q at one point breaks out the coin. And now this isn't any coin. This is his like doubloon. He got this doubloon. It like was actually a piece of like pirate booty. <laughs> he he brought it up on dinner party. It was like in a packaging and he broke open the packaging and was just like, you know, you got to live your life. You know, I want to, I want to like hold this doubloon. And now he like brings it everywhere he goes. And he's like always, you know, if any, if we need to decide something, he goes to the doubloon. So he used it and it's it got a head or a castle. One side's got a, like, the, like a head. The other side has a castle. So it's not like a tails. He calls it header castle. And then I, I will come back to this, but in the in just in the intro to email help, very small little detail. Gatto makes a funny thing, and for no reason, Q's laughing and he flips his doubloon. Yeah. He catches it and he looks at it, but it cuts away, it swipes away. And I just thought, whoa, that what an Easter egg that the doubloon is like so in his life that it made this episode, and he's just like carrying it around, flipping it in an intro while he's like laughing at Joe Gatto. It's like it's really an it's a little Easter egg. I noticed that it was a real cool guy move by Q. It looked, yes. he looked very cool doing it, but it's also funny to just know that he does have this coin on him pretty much at all times. Oh, this yeah. is something he carries around with him every day. So that's just a little behind the scenes on Brian Quinn himself. He's always got pirate's booty on him. <laughs> I texted him it and I was just like, I, I texted him the whole, that what I just basically said. And he was like, I'm turning into Two-Face. He wrote, <laughs> I'm turning into Two-Face. Oh yeah, Harvey Dent. Yeah, so going back to this challenge, yeah, there was just like, I mean, there's so many incredible lines like just even just having merge is just that screen like that like fast like stream stream of conscious like all those <laughs> that whole run oh yeah with those glasses too he's yeah. killing me i actually like those glasses on him i could see him rocking that if this was like the 90s yeah yeah he, he seems like he could be like a bad guy in like a 90s movie for sure with those glasses yeah or like a good guy in in like a uh bill and ted movie oh okay nice. i was gonna say n- not a pothead <laughs> not a pothead he doesn't look like a pothead no oh you think you're thinking like oh he looks like a pothead like in maybe like can't hardly wait or something there you go he'd be like hanging out with seth green oh, or something yeah. with those little pink frames on the bridge of his nose the yellow frames are really what make me think 90s pothead <laughs> when you have those <laughs> he looks like an extra in the fifth element that movie yes absolutely like he'd be in the background and he'd like accidentally get like hit by like a flying bus yeah and maybe that was maybe that's a future life of James Murray. Yeah, that was a fun bit. That this whole bit was really fun. That the pumpkin, what was it again? So, suck me silly. You were a pumpkin. You were a pumpkin. Yeah, I, I loved it all. I loved two millennia ago. You were a fart. Great one. <laughs> Great one from Gatto. Do you know who might be offended by this? Is uh, Gary Busey, our old friend Gary Busey, who actually has like regressed uh, or had like like past live like regression therapy. Yeah. And he found out that he was, he died in battle at like custard's last stand or no, no at the Alamo. Mm -hmm. And he thought of a name. And when he went and checked, he found that name. (laughs) And I'm, I'm giving you like a small snapshot of the story. I think he's got it. I think he's, he's like told it or it's in his books and stuff. Wow. 
Yeah, but he thought of a name in the, like the therapy. It like came out and then he went to like the Alamo or like looked up historically and found this name in the in like the, the the people who had died. That's isn't wild. That, isn't that that's nuts, right? That's like stop the presses. We should all be talking about this. <laughs> but that's our Gary Busey who also threw water at Sal and said I'm not Nick Nolte. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's just he's just a wild man. I think that's part of it. Like because it's coming from Busey, people are just like, "Okay, <laughs> like sure he's like no this really happened you know he's such a, a amazing actor and just like eccentric uh kind of individual where it's like yeah so yeah wild dude yeah for sure that was a fun bit like i i i wonder will we do that again past lives no i'll say safely say i don't think we're doing past lives we're again. i think out. that's a one and done it was really funny great we did it on to the next one and that happens a lot with those one-on-one situations i feel like like outside of like bad reception which we do once a season it seems like This one seems like it's a one and done. The other thing about past lives, it made me think of our job when we have to like research stuff that we have to film. It like does a number on your search history. Oh yeah. When we were researching past lives, you you, you search that for a bit and then you start getting like targeted ads about like, are you looking to get in touch with your past lives? So then it's like popping up on like all like my Instagram feeds and stuff. Like you get like these like weird products you didn't know existed. Yeah, it happens all the time with our show. Like you'll have to search stuff. Like I have to go on incognito mode all the time on my browser. (laughs) The other day for a bit we have coming up, I had to search a cage that could fit a small child. That was the directive. And so I had to find like that specific thing. Uh, and then send it over to the uh, art department. I think for this bit, I was looking up like Nazi war criminals, <laughs> like <laughs> like not Hitler, but like the, like the deep cuts yeah. for him to say it to the person. Right. You know what I mean? And I'm like, why am I looking? And that's at least like, you know, you could claim historic, but like when it's so specific like that, you're like, what are you doing? Yeah. And you're like, you feel so odd about it. And, and then you just get the weirdest targeted ads for months after after you film a bit. Yeah. It's, uh, again, a ridiculous job. It's pretty silly. And then this is a fun one to write for, email help. Oh, yeah. It's fun to see them behind the desk and not doing bad reception, which, you know, which we call like the reception bit. The marks were great here too. I I got to give Mark of the episode. Who'd you you give it to? I'm excited because my Mark of the episode's in here too. I'm going... With Q. That's so good. Yeah, that, that's that that that's actually my runner up. That guy was great. I thought he was awesome. Me too. He was incredible. So good. All these marks were great, but I have to give it to that woman, Sal's mark. That was the second. I, I, I was hard between the two of them. I, and I had, I just had barely had the guy Q was talking to being around just because of the delivery of Q saying, is the email well written? He just goes, no, it is not. <laughs> no, it is not well written. Like real quick. Similarly, like she got on, like the, the my mark of the episode, she got on the same page with Sal and was just like, yeah, I'd be mad too. And he's right. like, I know, right? So should I send the email? No, just <laughs> like that. And he's like, oh, all right. Okay. That was, I love that. I love that, how that like unfolded. Absolutely. Really made me laugh. Like it was so surprising. And just like, it's so insane that Sal has those tattoos. Like, and it, you know, we know it, the, like the fans know it, but like the world doesn't. Right. And it's really, really insane that he has two Jaden Smiths. But also this woman, I think the guys could probably tell, like she wasn't going to know who Jaden Smith was. Oh yeah. So, like it, everything, it's a real comedy of errors. It's like so fun. She was fantastic. Yeah. I mean, Sal's gymnastics that he has to go through to not make it creepy when he's pulling down his pants. I know is really good. <laughs> it, it that's a really hard thing to do to have it be accepted by the other person you're in the room with that you're going to take off your pants and show them something. 
Yeah, it's a testament to how non-threatening Sal is. <laughs> oh, absolutely. But it's still like you're in a room alone with a man who's pulling his pants down. Sal was probably, I mean, he was, you know, you could tell he kept his distance. Yep, he did. I mean, if that was, I, I, I think like if my, like if Lisa came home and was like, there was this man who was showing me his like upper thigh tats, I'd be like, wow, that's, are, are you okay? <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh man, that's so funny. So your pick this week is... Mm-hmm was Sal's. Sal's Mark, yeah. And McCarthy, yours was Q's. That's right. I have to go with, I'm going to say Gatto's. She was incredible. I'm going to say Gatto's. A lot of hers got cut out. Oh, really? Yeah, we didn't use a lot of hers. And she was actually trying to convince Joe that his nose wasn't that big and that her nose was actually, that she used to get teased for her nose and her son would get teased. So she kind of, kind of like flipped it to to make him feel, she she was good. I was, I was upset not to see the whole. Right. I bet you they, they felt like, oh, maybe we shouldn't put a bunch of like her personal 100%. Oh, gotcha. I just loved how she, how involved and invested she was like off the bat. And trying yeah. not to make him feel bad. Yeah. And she we know sweet. Gatto has a big nose. <laughs> I also love at the end, they were like, I'm 56 years old. <laughs> yeah. And the guy's just like, you are, <laughs> which is so sweet. <laughs> the guy's key making him say he's 55 all season long. <laughs> I mean, the pandemic's definitely aged everyone. It feels like a little bit, but yeah, I love that inside joke. And then also we got to talk about Murray. We're talking about his son, Kenzo got attention for saying big naturals which is the yeah. phrase that they like to use around the house i wrote down this he goes well you know what big naturals are and he's like definitely <laughs> you know he said, <laughs> he said he said oh most definitely oh most definitely most definitely oh, most definitely <laughs> yeah all these marks are great this is a tough one to pick between gameplay wise murph really forced the win of that one you could tell Murr was like was just like yeah but this email is ready to send right he like browbeat him yeah and the guy was like yeah yeah okay <laughs> you know oh the other thing that i really like a little line that sal said that i love i could tell like you know sal didn't want to telegraph that there was something wrong with the email he didn't say like hey i have some questions about my email and he said uh i got my email all buttoned up and i wanted to maybe read it to you DRE, I think he said, like, I want to see if it's all buttoned up. Like, he didn't say, like, there's a problem with it or is this okay? He just said, like, I've got it buttoned up. Like, what a funny, you know, word. It's like right down the middle. It's like, it's. Yeah. I'm not saying it's perfect. I'm not saying it's wrong. You know what, Casey? I was actually, when I was watching this bit, I remembered we weren't actually supposed to do writing help this day. Do you remember? We were actually going to do a bit we're going to try on called reverse writing help. Right. What happened? Well, we we're talking about with the guys. We were like brainstorming about it. Basically, what we wanted to do is have the guys get an email from someone and they were going to talk to the market and be like, hmm, I got this email. Let me read it to you. And then can you help me craft a response? And so then they'd read that out this crazy email and then they were going to have the mark help them craft a response. And basically, who knows, maybe we'll play a game like that in the future. But basically where it landed was that it was going to be too long, like because it ended up having to be in the second spot in the episode. So mm-hmm. we needed a shorter bit that day. So we're like, all right, let's just go back to classic writing help. So that's what happened. But we do have some of the things the guys wrote for reverse writing help. Uh, if you just want to read a couple right here on the pod, how do you feel about that? All right. I got one for you. Let's do it. Are they still emails? They are still emails. Beautiful. And let me see, Shay, I'm going to drop one in here for you right in the chat if you want to read this first one. And so this would be an email that the guy would read one of the jokers on the floor would read to the mark saying that somebody emailed it to him. 
Hey, Casey, it's Maxine from the improv class we took last year. I know it's not PC or whatever, but I personally loved when you did impressions of other ethnicities. <laughs> Which of your impressions do people like most? <laughs> so the idea is that he's done a bunch of impressions of other ethnicities as his calling card. <laughs> and so I like that because I like, I, yeah, that's fun to like, you're you're putting people on the spot right. to have to like explain, like, you know what I mean? To you. Yeah, that's funny. Load up another one. Just to throw, yeah, it's like just to throw them under the bus. That's what you send. All right, here. Okay, so let me send you one. Okay. Here's a cute one for you. Dear so-and-so, we're sorry you're unhappy with the child our charity paired with you. <laughs> to answer your question, no, we do not normally factor in the cuteness of the kid and cannot guarantee in, quote, eight or higher, best, the neediest children fund. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. So then you have to, you're, I guess you're stuck trying to justify that in the room, basically. Yeah, it's fun. We should do this the way it, it is. I, I think we will. And maybe we'll do that sometime in the future. But it was just, again... We're taking a break after this, right? So we knew this was like the last bit before we took a break. Right, right. And so it was going to be too long if we, we had to sit with the mark and go, okay, so what should I say in response to that? And can you help me craft like an entire response? So we just needed it to be more of a yes or no ask from the mark. And that's it. That's how you, that's the last challenge for 910. Then we move on to it. What? Yeah. I mean, there'll be more, but... But what we got next is a punishment that was years in the making. Yeah, it's true. The Prince Herb punishment. We've had this idea for two years, three years, I want to say. And it's just one of those punishments that it's hard. It's like, again, just talking about how hard it is to film these punishments that stretch over the course of a half season or a full season sometimes because it messes up continuity. Like we can't have any roll over bits. Like we can't film something that is then, Sal's gotta be Prince Herb, right? That's like the base reality of this whole thing. He has to be. It's gotta be Prince Herb in everything for the rest of his life until the end of season nine. So like sometimes what'll happen is like, we'll film a bit and then we'll be like, oh, there's no more room for it. We'll have to kick it into like, instead of episode 910, we'll put it later on. We can put it in like 914, 916, whatever. But we really want to do this punishment. So we had to wait till where there was no more extra bits around. Like I just mentioned on the last challenge, we knew exactly what our last challenge was gonna be. It was writing help. So once mm. we had that in the can, we're like, great. We lost the episode. It's Sal. Then he gets to be the one that is finally Prince Herb. So now we know who Prince Herb is and it's Sal Volcano. This is going to be his his life now, Casey. This is going to be him doing stand-up shows. People are going to be heckling him, yelling Prince Herb whenever he walks to go get a Starbucks. Like he's got to put Prince Herb on the cup. It's great. It, this is fun that we're finally talking about it because we've been, you know, we this is filmed a while. So we've been like having meetings and being like, so then Prince Herb does this. Like we're trying to do it internally just as much and like on set, right? Should I, yeah. Like, like it must be like hard because you have to remember to change this person's name name we we want to continue this the punishment yeah. you know it doesn't just stop there and uh the end of the guys you know you'll see like we we do have more for the next you know couple you know episodes of the like later on after this break where yep. the guys are calling him prince herb he's putting studs in every challenge every punishment like every time he's on camera he's throwing the studs in and he's prince herb every time he's on camera when he's on the road he's mm -hmm. doing his shows interviews i was sleep one day 
woke up about maybe four in the morning. I think I told you guys this. Woke up at maybe like four in the morning. So I go to the gym at five. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But in my sleep, I hear the jokers, like I hear voices. I hear their voices in my sleep. I wake up there on Kelly Clarkson. And all I hear <laughs> is Prince Herb. Who's that? <laughs> Who's that? Sal. Yeah. The guys were on Kelly Clarkson. I had no clue. It's so funny. Yeah. And like you mentioned, so he's on Kelly Clarkson. He's uh, Prince Herb is on Seth Meyers. Maybe he'll have his own show. Or he'll be on Prince Herb. Who knows? But he's been on these shows, but they were on before the punishment aired. So if you're a mm -hmm. fan of the show and you maybe caught those, you're like, what the hell is this about? Yes, it was part of a punishment. And that's what it was. And all of those local talk shows, they booked a bunch of them. I think we showed three in the clip. Mm -hmm. They did like 30 local shows of Sal being Prince Herb going on with uh, other guys. It's great. I love that their commitment to the bit is unparalleled. I can't wait till we get back on the road and we start doing the live shows yeah. and there's no more calling when we call out the name. Give it up for Sal Q. There's no <laughs> more Sal Q merge. Yo, yeah. Give it up for Prince Herb. I can't wait. Yeah, it, it's awesome, man. I mean, that's the thing. Like when people are like, is the show fake? Like, oh, this person's been on a focus group before. It's like that show's fake. That's an actor. It's like, no, that person just signed up for a lot of focus groups and we slipped and we missed them. It's mm -hmm. like this stuff is for real. This would be something that he could easily not do. And like the guys are holding him to it nonstop. It is like Prince Herb is doing this stuff nonstop. I love also Sal's whole ear piercing scaredy catness came back out. How like nervous he was. The million questions he had for that guy. That is like peak Sal punishment. So you get a little bit of that in this punishment too. I kind of want to try this beer just because Sal won't get anything from it. <laughs> I, I want I want a beer now. I, I'm going to have to talk to Q. I'm a big R&H fan. If you want to go out and get some rubs and Horman, they've got a bunch of different beers. Q was nice enough to make me a ghost in one of his commercials. So I got to play yes. either rubs or Horman in one of the commercials. <laughs> I forget which one, along with uh, Brian Johnson, real funny guy. So yeah, I'm a big fan of it. So yeah, you should definitely check it out. I, I mean, I have to get one just to try it. I mean, I'll probably go and I'll probably have like get a six pack, try one, maybe keep five as like collectibles. I love that Q's like, it sucks. <laughs> Not a lot of beer owners will say that about their creations, but he will go right out there and say, it's a terrible, terrible drink. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it won't get you drunk. I'm, and it's not alcoholic. Yeah. It's really something else. I love it. It's just like kind of like empty calories. Yeah. Casey, you actually also made a really fun song for this punishment. Oh, yeah. It didn't make air, but it's great. And we might sneak it in. It might sneak in later on in the show. I know like our, our, our post supervisor, Kevin Felix, another co-EP, he's talking about, he's like, maybe there's like a stinger every time Prince Herb jumps up, it comes on screen. Maybe we play a little bit of a song or something. So Casey made a song. Maybe it pops up later. Maybe it doesn't. But if nothing else, you guys got to hear it. Should, should we play it? Yeah, let's play it right now. Beautiful. Here come Prince Herb. He's a herb and a prince. But he's not Sal. He's Prince Herb. So that's the song. <laughs> it sounds like a Beatles song. I like it. It sounds like, um, I, like, I don't know. Like, it sounds like got a very regal sound to it. There's a band that I used to really like. Uh, that I think they've broken up since. And they're like a British band called Wild Beasts. And they kind of have this sound. And I like didn't realize it until after I recorded it. But yeah, it sounds like Wild Beasts a little bit. I don't know. It just, you know, sometimes like these songs just like, or these melodies or things come out. Like you want the persona of like what, like what Sal should come out to. And it's Do you remember that? That was part of this. Like, again, when we were talking about doing this in a non uh, COVID time, there was a time where we wanted it to like him come out 
during like a WWE or AEW or something. No, I know. I found it, dude. I, I know what you're saying. Cause I, I, as we were talking, I looked up right. to wanted to see what the earliest reference yeah. to Prince Herb was. And I checked my email and I have an email from you and we're talking, there's two names that we were between. <laughs> You remember what the other one was? Well, I know Prince Herb at one point, we liked the idea of Hollywood Herb, but that's when we were in a real, but I know that's not the answer. Herb. I know, but it was Hollywood Herb. Herb was like when Prince Herb becomes like Hulk Hogan becomes Hollywood Hogan. And we yes. fell in love with that idea. And it was like, the guys did a movie. Maybe now he becomes like one of them becomes like the Hollywood Herb. Uh, no, what was the other one? <laughs> a little bitch boy. <laughs> L-I-L. <laughs> little, little bitch boy. Is boy spelled B-O-I? It's not. Ah, that's a shame. That's, that's why I didn't get picked. You also wrote, we like having Method Man make a music video for the nickname to add to this. <laughs> you know, like this is you sending this, like we were, we were all brainstorming with like the guys. Yeah. And I'm just reading like kind of the notes from it. It'd be a simple video a la Blurred Lines in studio where people <laughs> laugh at the Joker's new name. His parents look disappointed at him. Characters from his past from the show come back and Method Man sings the hook or the whole diss track. The song is called, <laughs> quote, Prince Herb or whatever the nickname ends up being but we just fell in love with prince her that's great i mean i think the blurred lines reference definitely dates it enough to let you know we've had this idea for a while you also have a point where you say like sal's given a pair of garbage pants which is a punishment we've been trying to get on for years and years yes that that will never happen gato will make sure of it it's a, a famously bad idea for a punishment that I, I like to bring up jokingly every now and then i think we should do garbage pants at one point here it is you gotta throw out everyone else's garbage in a pair of clear pants that you're wearing. That's it. So it's like at a food court in the mall or something, we'd give you like clear, like almost like you're on double dare or something. And so like, there's like a fill line on the pants. And so you have to keep throwing in trash into your pants until you reach the fill line. And I think the guys were like, that is exactly double dare. That's why we're not doing it. And we're especially not doing it now. <laughs> I will say like when we were originally talking about the Prince Herb thing, something that like Gatto had said from the brainstorm, like from, I, I'm not even seeing this, but I remember right. like from when we were talking about it was we got to go on Seth Meyers and yeah. he's got to be Prince Herb. And it's so cool that Seth was like, yeah, of course, let's do it and, and play it along. I mean, everybody that we got, you know, that whole press tour, there was even more that that was just cut short. Yeah. He was on radio that's that we couldn't show radio because it wasn't visual, but he's been on radio shows as Prince Herb. He's doing stand-up as Prince Herb. Like he's getting billed at the Comedy Cellar. Like Prince Herb technically has been passed at the Comedy Cellar in New York City retroactively because now he gets up and does comedy there. It's great. So that was 2017. Wow. Yeah, wow. Four years ago. Holy crap. And yeah, no, we've just been waiting to do it. It's been, you know, like you like you said, like it's part of it is like where it lines up with what we're filming and what we're doing. And also sometimes we're like, you know, we need a Sal punishment that we could like film right now. Like, you know, this week because he just lost. You know, it's 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 tough to kind of shoehorn in like a big idea that's going to change the editing of the show. And like, we really needed time. That's the one benefit from, you know, quarantine is we have we had more time. On his podcast, he has two other, he has two podcasts. Mm -hmm. Is he Prince Herb on the podcast as well? I think from this point on, hopefully, if he if he holds up his end of the bargain, but uh, I, I, I'm not sure if that lives in another territory that's... I think I'm going to have to call Chris and make sure. Yes, I yeah. think so. I mean, Chris knows what a herb is and he he respects that he's a bay ridge boy that guy's hilarious yeah. chris stefano is unbelievable i love him so much oh, yeah. if you guys i mean just to shout out their podcast i'm sure you guys already listened to him but um you got Hey Babe, which is Sal and, and Chris Stefano, And yeah. uh, you got Taste Buds, which is uh, Sal and Joe DeRosa. They're both, I mean, both podcasts are so funny. This is on like Sal's podcast network. I'm just, I just love them. I, Sal and Chris together are just like, they're kindred spirits. It's crazy. They're great, man. I, 
uh, both those guys, uh, Joe and Chris, are both really funny. Um, but yeah, uh, check them out if you have. If you again, we're 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 on a break. <laughs> this is it for a while. Like, there's not a lot of jokers until July, uh, outside of reruns. So yeah, definitely dive into some of that stuff. And actually, if we're recommending stuff, it's not jokers related really at all. But I just really enjoyed this movie. I know you did too, Casey. But mm-hmm. Bad Trip on Netflix, yeah. Eric Andre, Lil Rel, that movie, Tiffany Haddish. Movie's awesome. <laughs> Movie's really funny. It, it is slightly. I mean, it's it's similar to Joker's in that it, there's a lot of hidden camera elements. Exactly. I mean, yeah. It's more of it's more of a prank. But also, I think Eric Andre and Sal like text back and forth, and uh-huh. Eric was really excited for Sal to see it. I don't know if if Sal's seen it yet, but um, I texted Sal right away that he has to see it. I really enjoyed it. It's so Prince Herb, by the way. It's Prince Herb. Prince Herb. Sorry. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> So I texted Prince Herb and I told him to see it. And uh, no, but I, I thought the I thought the movie was so well done and funny. Tiffany Haddish is like great in it. The whole I I really liked it. I I've given my full endorsement. It's it's like it's silly and fun. Yeah, Shay, did you see it yet? I have not. That's one of mine for this weekend. Yeah, check it out because it's cool. It, it is like what the Jokers do, like in terms of like they're doing things that you only see on like scripted shows, but like in public like like with the public so like there's a whole like dance number and song that he does through a real food court and people are looking at him like he's a lunatic in this movie so again if you just like the joker is kind of like hitting camera embarrassing themselves in public this movie has a lot of guys like eric andre like embarrassing the hell out of himself in public uh it's great before we wrap things up i have a question i found online yeah and i'd like shay to answer this if you if you can because i think you know this uh it is from Lori, Laura Lee, four, five, four. And uh, the question is, do the guys, family and friends get excited when they're asked to be in an episode? Absolutely. Mm. (laughs) Sal's family loves, loves, loves to come and embarrass him and to joke on him. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Name names, name, name names. Like who's the most excited? Who wishes they'd be on more? Papa Sal, come on. (laughs) Big Sal. Big Sal loves it. He's a star. He loves making his son like feel like like the littlest. I I love it. I love it. Their relationship is like so sweet. Like they really love it. They're like best friends. It's so yes. sweet. Yes. If you see Big Sal, you can tell like he's this Italian guy and he he just looks don't want to mess with him. And then you look at Sal and you're like, love, sweet, cuddly, cool. <laughs> total opposites but totally the same yeah because underneath that like he's like got this like tough guy who who's the original what's his name who's the original um uh incredible hulk lou ferrigno lou ferrigno yeah he's got like this lou ferrigno look and then underneath though he's such a teddy bear he's like yes. gives gives the biggest hugs he's yeah. so sweet and sal's all teddy bear 100 <laughs> yeah. percent. my favorite oh, okay. is when he shows up for joe's punishment when joe's doing the push-ups at the mlb network yeah and all of a sudden sal's dad just pops up that's, that's my favorite uh <laughs> sal's dad cameo dad. Yeah. and joe's gonna be like like who's that like it's my friend's dad <laughs> that's right big sal might be my favorite my favorite like family member pop-up i think it's a it's a really good it's tough to beat yeah, yeah. big sal might be i mean i like a sal sister but uh Sal might be my fave. You did Sal. Let's talk. Let's talk. Talk to me about Murr's family. With Murr's family, I want to say it's more so his nephews that like to get him mm-hmm. than his sisters. I like his dad when his dad. His dad is funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like his dad is actually funnier than Murr. Mm-hmm. Both <laughs> names are James. James is um, Murr's the junior. Yes. Yeah. Just like Sal. Huh. Yes. Both Sal. Actually, all of them except what? for Q. So Joe's dad's was Joe, huh? Yes. All of them were juniors except for um. Except for Q. That's really funny. I guess I never really thought about and that. And 
And, and I, I point this out to people all the time, all of them are the only boys except for Q. No, no, you, you, you mean, you mean they're all boys and they have sisters. sisters the only and, boys. Oh, yeah, and Q, only Q's brothers. a boy with boys. I see. Yes. I see what she's, yeah. I see what she's doesn't got have brothers. sisters. He has all brothers. Right. The rest of them have all sisters, no brothers. Wow. Crazy. Explains a lot to me. Behind oh, yeah. the scenes, it does. Guys. It does. Explains it? a lot to me. Okay. But um, going back to your question, Sal, Big Sal is my favorite on Sal. Mur, it would have to be, it would have to be one of his nephews. I, I want to throw in that Melissa now counts. And yeah. I, I like Melissa on the show. And I Melissa, think she does a Melissa's great job. good. Yes. Uh, she does the dirty Melissa's work too. really good. She definitely does the dirty work. Yeah. That first punishment. Yeah. That's an all timer. That's, yeah, that's a tough one. She is just like the nicest person too. I, 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 I'm a, I stand sweet. Melissa. I'm Super a huge sweet. fan. Yeah. Melissa is good. Her comedic like her on point she's she's dope yeah i mean talk about better half <laughs> you got sal you got Mur. what about joe and q joe we don't really have oh well, i got one for joe right now i do like when the parents show up which is i mean a, i wasn't gonna go a, here, joke, but... a joke only joe can <laughs> pull off i don't know how he does it he always tells me like his siblings are always like you're a sick fuck. Yeah, that's. I mean, I would but, love to see his sisters pop in. They I did mean, in season in like season two. And, yeah, yeah, but also Vinny. Yeah, Vinny's. Um, yes. With I mean, Vinny with Mur. Vinny being the crap out of Mur on the pinata is awesome. Iconic. Such a good moment. But the the great thing about Gatto is that his family is his weakness. That's his kryptonite. Mm-hmm. So we'll use Bessie and Milana and Remo against him. True. All the time. And so that to me, because he's so hard to punish, having them in our in our back pocket and we can pull them out every now and then to really punish him is great. That Milana pun is if you haven't watched it in a while, rewatch it. It is so funny. She's so cute and funny in it. Yeah. It's it's really good. We're also forgetting the dogs. What I forgot about Bessie in the yes. mall. Yes. At the um, food court. Right. Oh, the yeah. best because he had no idea. He had no idea. And he had no idea. And she just pops out out of the blue. His face mm-hmm. was so red. He was like, I, I, he didn't know what to do or how to act. It was and he best. was not kissing that lady that not day. Not at all. Not at all. She was great too. And she's like, go ahead, kiss her. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that one. But that, like Case, like you were saying, Joe's got the dogs too. And uh, if you saw at the end of this episode, special in memoriam, rest in peace, Pignoli. Yep. And one of Joe's, of course, adopt on shop, as you'll see on his shirts often. It's a... Uh, one of his uh, pups has passed on to the other side. It's a sweet thing. So, and you know what he does now? He goes out, he's got all those dogs. He goes out and he, he, he adopts another uh, senior dog, you know, mm-hmm. somebody who, you know, those are, those are dogs that he always has like one in the lineup, which is really noble. Cause it's, those are the dogs that don't get adopted that much and yeah. they're great dogs. And so he gives them a great, like, you know, their, their last year or whatever of their life, or as long as they, they can, they can hold on. Yeah. And it's, that's a, that's a really nice thing to do because they're a little bit more work sometimes, or sometimes they're on medication. Sometimes yeah. it could be expensive. You know, he's, he's been, he's had a charmed life and he'd like to uh, pass those blessings along to some of the sweet older dogs. It's so nice. Then you get attached to them. But if we're talking about dogs, then I got to take it over to the cats. If we're going to talk about Q for a little bit. Oh my God. Yes. I mean, Benjamin cat is, I mean, he's been on for so long. An adorable cat in real life and then we've got of course the our our benjamin cat that beats sal and scares sal uh, whenever he gets a chance hey i think so they look slightly different when you see benjamin cat in person but yeah q's mom and dad were in one bit together and q's dad was in a challenge i mean them together in that 
punishment where he's going to teach him the birds yeah, the and the hot dog and the dog. Yeah. And that again to me it's like that that's it right there i love it so much and it is yeah his parents are the nicest his mom's so super super sweet i would i'd put brian johnson in that family mm-hmm. of, yeah. he's like a brother to, to q and you've got his fire buddies that are like brothers to him oh my gosh yeah for like the cusical yeah and uh for the south one where the, like his fire buddy bails him out of the, the bathroom <laughs> exactly I, but if i had to give it to i'd give it to q's parents if i'm picking any family members for Q and picking the parents. Wow. That, yeah. Oh, for Q. Yeah. For, for Q. Q. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I can't say I've been, you know, that's, that, this was a good question. That That's a lot to talk about. You, you kind of forget sometimes. I feel like Q's mom was also in a slide where it was a slide for a challenge where it was like, I crop dusted my son, hashtag <laughs> crab legs. Yeah. And, and it, and it said, it didn't even say her real name. It said like, I think it said Mary Quinn. Cause uh-huh. at that time we were like nervous about putting personal information on, so right, right. It makes sense. Yeah, it's so. Yeah, it's it's funny too to think like the little the little times we've moved them or used you know used names and stuff. And that's only for the first ten episodes. So who knows? Maybe some more family members will pop up in the next sixteen. We've got yeah. This is just the appetizer. The main course is still to come. We've got a lot more show when we come back in the second half of the season. I, I can't wait to do. It. I'm so excited to do more podcasts with you too. Yeah. Well, thank you everybody for listening and uh, make sure to follow us at Casey Jost at. James McCarthy at Shea Starchild. Shea Starchild. Before we go, I just want to thank you guys for allowing me to to be a part of the podcast as oh a gosh. host with you guys. I thank you. Thank you. It's been a great experience. I love oh, it. Oh, Shay, of course. I can't. I I don't remember what it was like before you were yeah, here. Thanks for doing it. I mean, it probably really didn't count. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I thank you guys a hundred percent. This is awesome. I get to see you guys more and talk to you guys when I probably wouldn't because of the pandemic. So yeah, thank you. It's a beautiful thing. Sure, it's been great to see you again every week because yeah, missed it, missed it so much. No, I used to have him on set. I have you on set once in a while. I I, I pop in once in a while. Yeah, I, when I can, I always love it. I have such a good time. I was just gonna say like I have a good summer break yeah <laughs> it feels like you know it feels like oh go on summer break i'll see you guys next fall but it's hopefully sooner than that when do we come back for the podcast uh, i think we come back in july we're coming back in july all right for work we come back in the morning so i'll see you casey at uh oh, yeah. 10 a.m wait i'm not just i don't have just like months off now <laughs> no, man, we're, we're back in work yeah 10 a.m meeting with the guys oh 10 a.m lucky you all right all right well everyone <laughs> i my summer's ruined i have it's like i have summer reading to do <laughs> finish your homework you got homework too so i do get to it after this we both got to get to it all right guys take care we'll see you soon adios Peace out. The official Podcast.